This week's episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet is brought to you by Five Minutes of Sobriety. Griffin, edit that out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Face. <laughs> Feel good? Yeah. Feel good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm having a grand <laughs> old time. Good. Good. None of us have other things to do, so that's fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Phase 3 of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet, and that's where we are going into the digital age. We're filming this shit now. Let's go. Executive producer Griffin at the helm over there. You guys are about to just... St- you guys are coming with us. We are... Skyrockets in flight right here. Listen, phase two of the Mud Show dirt sheet might have been Star Trek, but we're going on to the next generation. Oh, and yeah. We've got our Jean-Luc Picard, mm-hmm. and that is uh, Sweet Baby Griffin over there, our mm-hmm. new executive producer in addition to our director. Griffin, can't say it enough. Congratulations. Does not come what a with promotion. a raise. What Does a promotion. not come with a raise. For sure, more work, no pay raise. The American way. That's right. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> we were doing so good. You're doing so good before Ryan dropped his lighter on the ground. This is the Mud Show Dirt Sheet, your home for AEW competitive fantasy booking. We are the two high guys. This is the target demo in the room right here. Males varied in age from 18 to 49, basically. Mm -hmm. Pretty close. (laughs) Pretty close. Uh, Just need Terry or my dad in here, and we're all set. Oh, man, you'd love to have Terry in here, but uh, hide your wives, you know? (laughs) Hey, it goes without saying with Terry. That's two memes at one time, two viral videos at one time. Hide Hide your your kids and back up Terry. That's right. You're welcome. For for those of you kids who weren't following, you're welcome. I'm, I'm up on the TikToks and the Vines. He is up on the TikToks and the vines. But no, it is not a bass, nor is it a carpet. It's the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. Tell you what, you could film this all you want, but you're not going to get any more professionalism out of us two jackasses. Absolutely not. Ryan, tell them about the show. This is what we do here. We fantasy book. Well, first, sorry. First, we get high. Oh, yeah. Which well, we did we earlier. Wait five minutes. Yeah, we're supposed to wait five minutes. I bet we're close now, but... Uh, Probably not. Hard to say with yep. how inconsistent our recording is. That's true. That's true. Uh, so we got to wait five minutes to get high, and then we fantasy book this AEW Dynamite, which wins and losses do not matter on regular Dynamites. What does matter, Tim? It's the number in the demo. It's about cable demographic ratings, and that's what we're really here to talk about. Seriously, I watch I watch wrestling for a little bit of fun, but it's mainly because I care about ratings demographics on wednesday night television math statistics nielsen you know it's it's about the numbers and to uh some people read books yep some people reads rating guides and that's me (laughs) i mean read is generous with you you skim the ratings (laughs) guide left to right top to bottom group words together as a sentence that's a Tommy Boy reference. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yep. And uh, to prove our dedication to our sweet lady math, mm-hmm. uh, there is a punishment for the one of us who maths the worst. Ryan, I've got a punishment this week. Sure. And it is a real treat. Is it the eat foe with a fork one? No, no. Oh, no. nice. This week's podcast punishment is watch Hamilton. I hate this one. And 
I did not say listen and watch to Hamilton. You're going to watch Hamilton with the sound off. You can play video games. You can do whatever you want. But the only sound is going to be your heavy breathing if you lose this one. Sure. Watch Hamilton, no sound. Sure. Uh, question. Yes. Griffin's sir. never seen Hamilton. Uh, do, I mean, he said that he's filming all of our punishments. That seems a little rude for him. Uh, how are we going to work that out? I mean, he either gets a pair of noise-canceling headphones and enjoys the experience solo, or he can watch it before he comes I mean, over. I have noise-canceling headphones. So we'll can I put, put those in? That counts if when no, I lose? No, no. He gets to put them in. But... Probably. Can we connect that to the TV? Because I sure you sure as shit didn't get it while I was bending over to pick up that lighter. I've dropped four times. Four? <laughs> Seems like more. Could but be. This week's podcast punishment is watch Hamilton with no sound. I hate that more than anything. I know. That's why I did it. But five. <laughs> <laughs> Pop. Oh, shit. Let's just get into the card before you drop that puppy again, Ryan. What do you think is going to open the show this week? Uh, I think you're going to open this show surprise style. I think you're getting, uh, you know you have a fire match and Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter. Get this T- TBS championship title match under or eliminator match underway. Yeah, TBS tournament eliminator match is a mouthful. <laughs> right? They could they could make it easier on the folks trying to cover this thing, and yeah. we are journalists at yeah, heart. For sure. Tony, give me something easier to say. And also, I uh not to just steal other people's wrestling takes and say them on Uh-oh. the podcast. Uh oh. I did read a thing on Twitter today Uh-oh. about how have you ever not noticed how Jamie Hayter doesn't do the DMD thing? Oh yeah. That's very good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because she's not really that into it, probably. Exactly. Tim, I think you got a very obvious curtain jerker on, on this match, and I think that's you You lead with women's wrestling here. Who would have thought that Tony Khan would, would agree with that? But you lead with Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. You just got two very, very goods here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa is the best women's wrestler in the world in terms of in-ring stuff, and Jamie Hayter is... Incredible, incredible, incredible. Hasn't had much of an opportunity to show it in AEW. I think this is where you get to showcase her 90% of this match is going to be about just making Jamie Hayter look as good as Thunder Rosa can make a wrestler look, which is pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, under outside of, you know, the likes of Cody and uh, Kenny Omega, uh, you look at Cody when he was doing the TNT Open Challenges, and you look at uh, Kenny when he wrestled five and things of that sort is I think this is where you have the the star be able to make the other one look like like they belong there. And Jamie Hayter deserves that for what she what she can bring to this company. And I think she is a future TBS women's champion, if not a future women's champion in general. Um, but I think that this is this is where you get to see what we've seen before. And because I know that Tim's a big stardom guy and watches a lot of stardom stuff and sees Jamie Hayter work a lot over there because he talks about rookies of the year and things of that sort. Man, a guy makes one untoward comment about women's professional wrestling and he never hears the end of it. And all of a sudden, name he's the two stardom wrestlers that haven't wrestled for AEW. Well, why would I do that? I never claimed to watch the product. <laughs> right, but neither did I. All uh, I all I uh, said was maybe uh, there. Uh, uh, could uh, you stop uhing for a second? Uh, all I said was maybe there's a women's wrestler somewhere in the world who could also fight for the title of you know rookie of the year. Is that, that what you wasn't said? From a- yes. Is that's that how what you I said it? Yes. No, that's not how you said it. 
Boy, Boise, 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 we you were just plug it in. shoving words into my in. mouth on the Mud Show dirt sheet this week. You know the thing about Thunder Rosa? What's that? Is name a woman's wrestler that Thunder Rosa has wrestled that it's not their career level match. Can't. Can't, you know? You, know? you look at what Thunder Rosa did for Britt Baker over the course of, you know, 2020 into the beginning of 2021. She is a huge part of the reason Dr. Britt Baker is as big as she is right now. And that's no discredit to Dr. Britt Baker. But Thunder Rosa is as good as anyone in the world, regardless of gender, at elevating someone to the level of, like, real star power wrestler. Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. She's absolutely incredible. I think you could go back and listen to the other 24 episodes of this, and I think you could probably hit especially 8 through 14 when we were like, if Thunder Rosa's not signed, like just put the put the graphic up there. She needs to be signed. You know, like we, from the first time you see Thunder Rosa wrestle, you know that that's a different caliber wrestler. I think it's kind of like when you know we went to the first show after uh, after we went to uh, Full Gear, and people asked what's the difference between going to see a show like that and then you're going to see you know AEW. I mean, Dante Martin's the perfect example of that. As you can see him inside of First Ave, you see how great he is. I think Thunder Rose is the same. When she gets in the ring, you can see that she's just a step better than everybody else. Yeah, and you're talking about a step better in a local indie fed versus a step better in, you know, the best wrestling promotion in the world. For or sure. the only, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Shout out Eddie Kingston, friend of the show probably. <laughs> I mean, Tony listens. I Why mean, wouldn't Eddie listen? I mean, Eddie's a friend of catering. We're a friend of catering. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said that about Eddie Kingston, but that's just me. I mean, Eddie Kingston said that about Eddie Kingston. That I, I want to cut one more. I want to cut one promo with anybody in here. I'm going to be in catering. That sounds to me that he enjoys catering. I mean, I enjoy catering too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all friends of catering, and I think Thunder Rosa moves on here. Yeah, no reason not to do anything else. No. Uh, unless Thunder Rosa is your next AEW Women's Champion and, like, emergently. Sure. You know, Britt costing her here to lose her title down the road is a pretty cool story. I but, just think it's one. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to stomp all over you. Finish and then I'll go. Oh, pre- appreciate you. That is as polite as you've ever been on this show. I, I just think that more Thunder Rosa on Dynamite is a very good piece of the equation for tony is just like you have the best women's wrestler in the world on your roster have a wrestle on tv more yeah i think uh i think one thing you know you thought that maybe her maybe Britt baker cost her the match i think maybe it might be the other way around is that Britt baker uh kind of doesn't help jamie Hayter win the match as you mentioned she doesn't do the dmd thing it doesn't seem like they're into it if Britt here doesn't interfere and doesn't help like Jamie has any other time that Britt's needed, I think you could probably start a little feud. And maybe that's where we see Britt Baker get a dynamite title defense. Maybe that first of the year dynamite or something like that is against a feuding Jamie Hayter or something of that sort. Hey, that's fine too. I think that both of these women deserve to progress. Sure. And you're going to get a lot of that in the later rounds of this TBS women's title tournament eliminator. <laughs> Single elimination bracket style sure. women's title TBS tournament. Absolutely. Did I nail that? Did I get uh, it right? Blue and gold title kind of looks like Thunder Rosa's gear all the time. Oh, yeah. That's a very fair point. But, you know, it's not the world title. And that's the one that the best women's wrestler in the world deserves. True. 
I'd really like Ruby Soho to get through and be the TBS women's title holder. And, and you know I'm into that. That puts some prestige on it right there. You know I'm into that. Yeah. That's uh that's a spoiler for a later episode, yeah. probably. Yeah. But there you go. We'll probably talk about that at some other time. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. And I'm sure that all of our listeners will really hold on to this as a callback for yeah. later. All fourteen of them for sure. Every single one of you, 14. We can't say enough how much we appreciate you. I, You know, all 14 of you, you guys have been telling your friends. We know that clearly. So. And when we say 14, we are counting the two of us that both listen individually. So For sure. Plus 12 the one we you, listen I to guess. at work. I do it on a different app. Uh, Tim, where do you think we're going to next on this card? Uh, seems like as good a place as any to put a messy, muddy eight-man tag match. You know <laughs> sure, what I'm saying? Sure. You have Cody Rhodes, Pac, and the Lucha Brothers. Face. Versus F- yeah, face ostensibly. Versus FTR, Malachi Black, and Andrade El Idolo. I, I thought I got enough of the, you know, half of this match that was Cody Rhodes, Pack and the rest of it at full gear you know but then you just throw the tag match from full gear right into it it which don't mix these up you know yeah just yeah. keep the ftr lucha brothers thing going because that's spicy that's really good sure and boy did i get a snack during the cody rhodes tag match <laughs> and just gently dissociate through the five minutes i wasn't in the snack line for yeah but uh somehow pack and cody rhodes won that match Against both of our predictions. Yeah. yeah. It's like Tony doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. I, Could he, you imagine how crushed we would be? Yeah. I mean, but he did let Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page wrestle for the world title. And, and you did say that he would they, only do that if he listened. Yeah, so thank you, Tony. It. Thank yeah. you, my dad and Tony. Yep. Yep. Tony, we appreciate it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those things where just it, you expect mud expect garbage expect good wrestling you're going to get it all here uh it, it's just kind of one of those things I, i'm excited to see ftr and Pac wrestle more i'm excited to see the lucha brothers get to hit malachi black a couple of times and the other way around um i you know i cody's gonna be there uh too yeah, and, and that's you, the craziest thing about it is that the main reason I watched AEW. I'm sitting here going, Ugh. "Do you want to know how disinterested in the Cody Rhodes thing I am?" Sure, I don't even get that boned up for Malachi Black at this point because it's just like, I mean, the entrance is very spooky, very mm-hmm. hot, all of that. He is entering a ring with. You know, to fight Cody Rhodes. Sure, every time. Every single time. Have him do something else, you know? Just have him do anything else. And I don't hate Cody. (laughs) Oh, you bitch! Surely being unkind. (coughs) Oh, what a bitch. Get that out. Get that out of your system. And I don't even hate Cody in the, like, made Cody quit Twitter way, you know? I just... You know, move on. Mm-hmm. Move Let- on from if you're not turning heel and you're not because you already did, mm-hmm. and you said that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not because you already did, just move on from having him fight the spooky guy that's trying to turn him heel and let know? Malachi Black kick Sammy Guevara in the head and take that belt that he's wearing. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Your next TNT champion is Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. You know who predicted predicted that, right? Me, but when Miro was champion. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, me now on Italian beef. So, 
on an Italian beer. Yeah, I predicted it to to our our executive producer, Griffin. I said, I got a hot take on the hot beef for you tomorrow because I wasn't going to be there. So when he opened it up, it was Malachi Black is the next TNT champion. And he should be. Yeah. You going to share it with Alec this time or keep it all for yourself? Here you go, Alec. It's very nice of you to share with him. Web designer, Alec. Yeah, web web page designer, Alec. You're going to see that in some time. And that's going to be great. Cause <laughs> Pivotal we, part of the program. Yeah, because, you know, we're over here just to, you know, I'm clearly in the upside of the demo. Do you remember, like, seven months ago when Pentagon said, I am going to break your arm so bad that you won't be able to hold your baby girl? You say it every other episode. So They're I don't tagging know how I could together this week. <laughs> That's crazy. It feels like you wouldn't tag with a guy who said that to you. you know? what, what if Cody comes out with the Lucha Brothers just dressed full good to go? Dressed like Fuego Dos. Fuego Dos. Oh, which you can't even prove is him. You can't. And, nope. you know, the tattoo could say Doom. It could say sure. you any ever, number of You things. ever seen Cody Rhodes and uh, Fuego 2 in the room at the same time? No, Ryan, that's proving that they are the same guy. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you get why that's proving that they are the same guy, right? Yeah, big time. You would want to say, have you ever not seen them in the room at the same time? You know, you want them to be different guys. Sure, sure, sure. You get what I'm saying. I mean, Cody's a busy guy. He doesn't have time to just sit around and wait for Fuego Dos to step in the same room with him. He's got a reality TV show. He's the executive vice producer of AEW. He's got the Paul White show. He's got the Paul White show. He's got so much stuff. We're just expecting him to stand in some room with a masked wrestler who's got three wins. Like, I think much? it's one win. I think they only did that the one time. Well, they tagged when Griffin saw him at Rampage. Watch Dark, man. Get your shit together. This is crazy. It's crazy that you're guilt-tripping me for not watching Dark, yeah, mister. I don't watch YouTube shit eight episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, people changed him. Yeah, and I'm proud of you. I'm yeah. proud of you for your change. Do you want to know who I think Fuego Dos is? Sure. Flip Gordon. <laughs> I bet you do. You know, That's he put on all that extra hope. beef for a reason. It's your biggest hope. Your favorite wrestler, Flip Gordon. I think, it's a, 94, I think it's a 94 clone of uh, Sting. <laughs> Surfer Sting? Yeah. Exactly. He's going to pull that mask off and just a clean flat top. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I'd love it. Yeah, I bet. I bet you would love it. You want to know how I know it's not Cody Rhodes? Sure. Ass is way too small. Sure, sure. Just not the dumpy of the American nightmare, you know, and I would know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you look at his dumpy. You know how I know it's not Fuego Dos? How's that? Because it's too good of a moveset. (laughs) Pop. Pop. (laughs) You want to know how I know that it? Fuego Dos is in Cody Rhodes? Sure. Fuego Dos is a registered Democrat. (laughs) Anybody else want to do one? (laughs) Griffin, Alec, you got one before we move on? Heels win here, right? (laughs) I I mean, I hope so. You you let the faces win it on the pay-per-view both ways. You probably got to let the heels do something because I think you got that FTR uh, Lucha Brothers match probably in... At that triple mega championes, Russell, Palooza, Picasso, Saturday night thing. Triple mania. <laughs> I gotcha. I figured what you meant was triple A mania. Yeah. 
yeah, and you probably have an AEW title rematch probably somewhere like New Year's Bash or whatever that show is going to be called this year. I guess. Or maybe on the TBS debut. Sure, sure. But you can't just continue to bury FTR, Andrade, and sure. Malachi Black. That's, that's rude. They're such good boys. You know how I know Fuego Dos isn't Cody Rhodes? How's that? He's not good enough for Brandy. <laughs> you know, you get you get a hot tag saved by Fuego Uno. And you think you're just gonna go home and take care of Brandy Rhodes' needs? I think not. Certainly not looking like that. You're not. Yeah, not 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 in my mind. Doesn't deserve Brandy Rhodes. Uh, moving on, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, I think it's time to move on. Feels like the momentum has gotten lost for this bit for some reason. Yep. Little air deflated out of the room. <laughs> it's weird. Must have been the countins. Must have been the countins. Uh, I think then you're going to probably have uh, Brian Danielson kick Colt Cabana's fucking head in. Sure. I mean... Yeah, if you want a main event with QT Marshall versus CM Punk. I mean, do you main event with CM Punk? Otherwise, you open with CM Punk, and I think we already talked about what we No, I think this will be easy-peasy beautiful enough to just have it in the semi-main before Brian Danielson kicks Colt Cabana's head in for like 10, 15 minutes right it's at the crazy end. crazy that in 2022 you're suggesting that Colt Cabana's higher up on the card than Brian Dan- or than, uh CM Punk. Uh, I'm saying that Cole Cabana is higher up on the card than QT Marshall. Go ahead and disagree with that take, Ryan. I mean, I don't think Q. Uh, despite what Patrick on uh, Twitter says, fucking guy just trying to get likes, QT Marshall sucks. <laughs> fucking blows. And Cole Cabana is at least good. You yeah. know, he's not QT Marshall. I'd watch Boom Boom Cole Cabana on fucking anything over watching QT Marshall on Dynamite. You love QT Marshall. You said you love the shirts. You bought a couple of the shirts. When he was a bowling teacher? Oh, yeah. Nice. He's moved on from that, I think, hasn't he? No, I'm pretty sure he's still wearing Still wears those. It's like... No, I'm just thinking about QT Marshall later. All right, who, which match are we talking about? Let's whichever one you want. Should I don't we just care. mix them up and tag it? <laughs> CM Punk and Colt Cabana versus. Could you imagine? They oh, are not. They are yeah. not friends. Yeah. This will be the first time of them wrestling on the same card. I think. Yeah, in a, in many many years yeah. and several losses in both their hometowns. Yeah, and one of them's going to win and one of them's going to lose. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Can we please just get the QT Marshall thing out of the way? Sure. CM Punk wins. It's him, What do you see? QT Marshall victory. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) QT Marshall just rolls up CM Punk in his hometown. Uses uses the fourth best crossroads on the whole fucking... uh, Card, Jesus Polo Christ! Brandy. It's like, could I mean, this whole thing is a setup for MJF to come out for sure. And boy, you could just do that without the match, couldn't you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. A uh, little little tidbit that I saw on Twitter that I'd like to spoil with you is: Did you notice CM Punk's shirt from last week? Uh, it's a Rampage album. Nope, Rancid. You know, I hate correcting you there, but it was—it's a Rancid album, and it's in Outcome the Wolves is the album. And the first song on that album is called Maxwell Murder. So, boy, does AEW, 
you fucking QAnon. <laughs> you know, if you flip the post upside down, the words kind of make the shape of a gun, sure. Ryan. Sure. Do you think it's possible that maybe CM Punk just likes rock music? I mean, I think that you wear an Out Come the Wolves t-shirt for a reason. It's the best fucking bass solo in all of music of all time. That song right there. In Maxwell Murder? Oh, yeah. Truly. Truly. Well, uh... We have uh, Anchor, so we can uh, play the song for real. A lot of bass. Goes just like that. I don't like that. (laughs) You're kind of turning me off the song with that sound. No, the hand motion is also bad. We're filming this. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that when I stuck my tongue out and went like this. It's probably not going to look great. Hey, for the uh, camera, do your impression of drunk Cody Rhodes. (laughs) My... She looks like my wife. Cut that. <laughs> cut that. Griffin, you gotta cut that. Tony listens. She's so tiny. Good. QT Marshall loses. Uh, then MJF comes out and tries to do the same thing that CM Fucking Punk did. mouth is wet from that. <laughs> but CM Punk gets him to turn around. Uh, are you going to be sad to lo- watch MJF lose this feud? Or not really. No, because uh, uh, he doesn't. Moving on. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. CM Punk's first loss comes to MJF. I'm calling it right now. I want you to fucking mark the date, put it on there. CM Punk's first loss comes to MJF. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let that stew inside of me, and I'll tell you why you're wrong next week. Sure. Uh, Main event. You've got Brian Danielson versus Boom Boom Colt Cabana, the dismantling of the Dark Order collectively. In their hometowns. Tony let everybody, every single person win in their hometown, and then he was like, this is a dangerous cult full of losers. They need to lose in their hometown, every single one of them. And it starts with Boom Boom Colt Cabana right here. Uh, Brian Danielson, I don't think it's going to come to a surprise when these listeners go, Really? You, you just you just say it right off the bat that Colt's gonna lose. Colt's gonna lose uh, in his hometown. Brian Danielson isn't gonna lose until he loses to Hangman. Brian Danielson woke up probably Wednesday of Dynamite last week and was like, "I'm gonna be a heel." Yeah, he <laughs> called up Tony. He's like, "Listen, uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just shit on every town we go to now, and it's gonna be me." And MJF, you can you can stay back for a couple weeks. Do that thing with Punk. I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on the towns this week. Yep, I am just going to collect cheap heat in every single one of my five towns. <laughs> is that a is that a entourage reference? Yeah, wasn't that a good one? Uh, no, oh, <laughs> no, not it. a big entourage guy. Oh. Entourage ages like milk you left out of the fridge. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably true. Uh, but. Fuck, man. Like, I wasn't super excited for Brian Danielson versus Hangman. I picked Miro to win the pay-per-view because I wanted to watch Hangman Adam Page fight the biggest, meanest, nastiest heel on the roster. Yeah. Looks like he's kind of gonna. <laughs> Looks yeah. like Brian Danielson uh, was, you know, just already kicking people's heads in, and oh, yeah. now he's doing it, but mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun to watch this version of Danielson, which I didn't watch the early version of Ring of Honor uh, Danielson, but apparently this is what he does. He's just a bad guy who goes out there and kicks people's heads in, and that's going to be just fine. I'm interested. I'm very interested. Yeah. 
How long uh, do you think this goes? How long do you think Brian Danielson just gets to be a bad guy for? 11 minutes. And that's plenty. Yeah. And then you have four minutes to do some sort of hangman run in, intervene, face down maybe? No, or... it's five that comes in this time. It, I think what you're going to get is the next victim in the next hometown. And and that's the crazy thing about AEW is if you look at the next five shows before you get to that New Year's show, every single one of those is in a dark member home, dark order members hometown. And it's like AEW had this plan for you know when these tickets started going on sale. It's not like they just came up with this storyline. AEW is just incredible long term storytelling. Every single point when it comes to it, you know. Yep they they just nail it, man. It's like watching a Dan the Dad match. Just so intricate in the storytelling boy did i enjoy that gimmick at oh, first yeah. wrestling yep. big dan the dad mark shout out dan the dad fucking watched an ethan page cheat day vlog just so i could get a little more dan the dad content yep yep hey dan the dad friend of the show if you're ever in twin cities i'll i'll roll you a j and we'll talk about it sure sure you want him to spank you with the belt i'd let him yeah yeah, yeah. why not why not? I'm, you know, I I like gimmicks. Credit to him for keeping up a good body when he doesn't have to. I mean, good is a word. Good for that wrestling show that we were at. Tell you what, I thought about his body, dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little smaller than a dad bod. A little, a little tighter. Little gimmick dad bod. A little tighter. A little tighter than a regular dad bod. I thought. Episode title. A little tighter than a regular <laughs> dad bod. I like that. <laughs> pretty good let's move on to the meat and potatoes the reason we're all here oh we... shit guess what you forgot what did i forget nothing <laughs> main event of the podcast do you want to do your mark henry impression here you were so excited to do it last <laughs> week and it's time for the main event i don't think that was the one but let's go <laughs> Demographic and rating. Uh, I won the last demographic and rating bet, so I will go first. Sure. Good number last week, I thought. Yeah, I mean, now that we got this West Coast uh, premiere, it, it's just kind of one of those things. It's it's a crapshoot every time. You have no idea what you're going to get. Last week was the go-home show. Otherwise, it's kind of stuck around the same over and over I again. I mean, kind of big number for Hangman opening the show with the world title. Good sure. for him. Sure, yeah. That in mind, I'm going to go with a demo of like 0.36. We'll go under. I would too, but I like the number. It's a it's a healthy, confident number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think it's going to be it, it's a pretty decent card, and you got Punk on there, but you got him against hmm, uh, no Darby, no Kenny, no Bucks, no Cole, no you know. If if you can do a point three six with that, you know, you said good. no Kenny and it made my heart hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah, it made my heart hurt when we saw the uh, so long uh, Tyson. Yeah, so long Tyson on the the Bucks bio, hurt, hurt. Big boy tears when Kenny comes back. Whenever that is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Man, last week was I think unusually high. Not unlike yourself. Eight fifty. Good number. 
I don't know. I, fucking Hangman Page is world champion, and I'm optimistic. I'm going to take the over. Sure. sure. I, I, I'm just hoping for a big number for my boys this week. You could, I think you could easily see an 875.36, and that gives you the win on both. Yep. I, um, but Otherwise, you, we might just have to sit here and watch it silently together on Monday. T- together, play a little... <laughs> Play a little doubles Rocket League mm-hmm. for two hours and forty-four minutes, plus intermission, plus intermission. So, do you Good. think? Do you think you know it well enough to just hop in for a second here and there? Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Good enough. How long was that? That felt short. I felt like we were tight, like a dad bod. <laughs> I mean, probably like thirty-six minutes after cuts. Yeah, makes sense. It's fine. Time to do acknowledgments and thank yous. Let's start with our listeners. We love you. We appreciate you. We would really appreciate you sharing or five-starring. We appreciate every single 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 of you. Pop. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not too much to ask, we would love it if you would follow us on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pod. I think our Instagram, which is new, is the same uh, at Dirt Sheet Pod as well on Instagram. Follow Ryan on Twitter at the GGRP, all caps. You can follow me on Twitter at Tex Mahogany. I don't tweet a lot. I might someday. Did you say all caps? I did. Nice. I feel like I did. Good. It matters. Griffin's nodding yes. It doesn't matter. Speaking of Griffin, he is the art director, the executive producer, and our favorite QAnon. You can find him on Twitter at SugarlessFa. And at, on Instagram, at Griffin Mern, one word, no underspaces, no scores, no funny business. Just Griffin Mern. Yep. Uh, music by at Waste MN. Waste Band. At Waste Band MN. Also plug at Instagram, Ringer is Loud, his at other band. Ringer is Loud, his other band, which uh, seems to be more uh, center right than uh, far right, which is good. Is that correct? Sort of yep. neo-lib. Yep. <laughs> good, good. And his uh, personal Instagram, at Dom underscore Yadrich. That's J-A-D-R-I-C-H. I fucking nailed that despite screwing it up real bad last mm-hmm. week. If only you got to say it into the microphone, that would have been good. Dom, thank you, and you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I hope they're touring. Waste is touring all over the country. I'm sure he's plugging the podcast while he's out there playing the intro before shows and stuff like that, I'm sure, for everybody. So. You think you ever busted out like third encore? They're looking for one more, and they just, they've played them all already. Yep. They're looking around like, what do we do, we fellas? Got, and Dom's like, I got one more hit. <laughs> I got one more in me. Follow my lead. Macho Dirt Sheet. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, and we'll see you next week for more Smart Wrestling Takes by Dumb Wrestling Mark. Forgot to thank Grizzy. Thank you, Grizzy.